I just real quick, so if you can describe in like a few words, like what I guess your current purpose is slash, I know you got like the two different roles, like I know they're both within the machine learning space, but I would love to hear from you like what I guess your current purpose and your sort of intention is behind um, where you're at in your journey at the moment. So I would love to know that. Yeah, I love that question. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we tend to get asked this as soon as we start high school. Um, and mine's actually pretty much been the same. So the purpose has always been to make um, humanoid robots. And more specifically, I've always been driven by this like vision of like connecting man with machine. Um, obviously, like people's life paths take us in interesting directions. And I actually, my first hypothesis was that I would definitely make this happen by following the medical school route and more particularly looking at it from like a neurology point of view, like neuro, like neuroengineering. Um, but as I started moving down that path, um, I actually realized like, oh, the actual tools, like the actual implants that we put in people's heads is so interesting. So that led me to sort of pivot a little bit and focus more on the research end rather than on like the human application end. And then I started working in a variety of labs um, at MIT and at Imperial College of London and, and at Columbia that were all dedicated to how do you record from the brain, how do you interface with the brain, and how do you build like the right materials to model and to record from the brain while a, a mammal or like a human is alive. And um, as I went further down this path, it's definitely a very exciting field, but there is kind of a barrier to entry in the sense that like we definitely need to drill a hole in someone's skull and have an invasive platform. And I guess as that reality really set into my mind, I realized like this is definitely a problem I still want to solve. But um, at least for this decade, like so basically I made this shift and thing in the middle of the 2010s. I told myself why don't we first explore the other side of it? So instead of focusing on how to connect humans with machines, how do we connect machines with humans? And looking at it from that sort of inverted paradigm, I was like, well, why don't we actually like figure out how we can build machines that are more human-like? And that's where I ended up... Um, sort of deciding that like machine learning would be a natural fit from like my interest in both like you know computer science and neuroscience and something that was yeah so that's kind of where I'm coming at it from and my current work right now you know at BMW I work on this like IT innovation team where we look at how to integrate emerging technologies into a large 130k sized company so like what kind of challenges like have you ran into like in terms of in the industry being a machine learning engineer and actually being there, um, you know, ground zero? Yeah, totally. So I guess one of the key issues that we start realizing, especially at a company like BMW, which is huge, is that people's interpretation of like mach what machine learning means is just different depending on who you're speaking to. Right. And I think also the expectations of a machine learning engineer vary insanely widely depending on where you contribute to the field. So for example, there are some people who, you know, their bread and butter is building and conceptualizing new algorithms by improving on existing ones. That's a little bit more theoretical. There are other people who, you know, depending on how you look at it, they might actually qualify professionally more as like a data engineer, but they're called machine learning engineers. But their bread and butter is actually building the infrastructure, building the pipelines to send data from like point A to point B. 
um, and in a large company, um, you know, not being specific about BMW, but just in general, like in large companies, I have observed that the machine learning engineer responsibility tends to be relatively broad. There's a lot of academic background that you have uh, pre coming into uh, the machine learning industry. And I'm wondering, like, um, what kind of advice you have for people that um, don't necessarily have that background and they're trying to get into machine learning or trying to get into data science or data engineering or whatever it is, right? Like people who went through and got a bachelor's degree maybe and, or maybe they did like one of those nano degrees on, um, what is it, Coursera, Udemy, one of those things. Um, I was wondering like what type of advice you have for those people that are trying to kind of break in and get their first role. Yes, that's really great. So you know, I'm a huge proponent of like first principles reasoning um, and actually using something known as the Feynman technique to help us learn. So the Feynman technique is basically teaching yourself how to teach. And more particularly, it refers to finding a way to summarize and describe knowledge to somebody no matter what their level. Um, and, you know, they say that if you can explain, like, let's say nuclear physics or like, I don't know, neurotechnology to a three-year-old, then you know it. Um, of course, that's like a drastic simplification, but I think that's sort of the series of questions that you need to be asking yourself as you learn. And, um, you know, as an internal reprogramming step, I think that's definitely like one really great piece of advice. In terms of actions and things you can do, I think, you know, there are a lot of great courses out there online. Um, we are part of Outco as well, so I would also like to suggest that you take a look at um, the machine learning class that I am teaching. So definitely suggest that as well as like a possible avenue for people to maybe pivot from being like a standard software engineer into machine learning. But for a gentle introduction from like basically, you know, zero background into um, beginner machine learning, Again, there are like a lot of interesting resources out there and I'm actually building one myself to sort of prepare people to understand what they need to know to then go from, let's say, beginner to intermediate. So I've like sort of realized over teaching, I think about four or five classes now that there are some consistent like knowledge gaps or I think foreign concepts that do not naturally gel with people who haven't follow the traditional school path mm -hmm. yeah yeah so in terms of like you said there's a machine learning class slash program that you are building um uh, there's one at Aco and there's one outside but i was just wondering what your goal is for each of them right like what what is the intention who is the type of student you're looking for to like join that and then what can they expect as their outcome from taking that Feel free to answer yeah. for your personal one and the Alco one, whichever one you want to go for. Yeah, that's to. a great question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, for the Alco class, mm -hmm. that's a great class if you already are a software engineer mm -hmm. and if you'd like to transition from having a software engineering background into mm -hmm. having a more of a machine learning engineering background. Mm -hmm. um, the class that I'm building right now outside of Alco is actually to prepare people to just have a language around like machine learning um, got it and it's ideally i think the vision is for you like if you took my class um you would go from basically no background to basic proficiency in machine learning and then mm -hmm. that would put you in a good position to then take the outco course 
Got it, got it. So when you say like specifically, so I know like your course is kind of like zero to one machine learning. You kind of build that basic knowledge and uh, language. Uh, so yeah. when it comes to the Alco one, when you say you go from a software engineering background to a machine learning background, what like what is comprised of a machine learning background specifically? Like what kind yeah, of skills so, are there? Yeah, so some of the skills that are involved include, you know, how to build the underlying data pipelines and mm -hmm. um, perform data engineering. Um, mm -hmm. Another skill is actually like gaining a little bit of fluency as well as like a theoretical grasp of like what computer vision is um, and, mm -hmm. and how to basically apply computer vision, how to apply and use natural language processing, um, mm -hmm. and also how to use sort of the standard library of supervised learning algorithms. Mm -hmm. yep. Cool. That sounds incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So I have a software engineering background myself. I think I've done yeah. full stack engineering in the past. Um, so what you're saying is if I were to take your machine learning class, I would have the things you just talked about. I would at least have a conceptualization of NLP slash computer vision and Definitely. all those other fun yeah. things. Okay. Yeah, and I think one of the goals that we're trying to focus on in the class is also mm -hmm. to give people like direct hands-on experience with working on it. And so... Um, we are, you know, actively evolving the class and something that we really want to introduce to it is the ability to have a portfolio that you can point to after you go through the sequence. Gotcha. So um, currently in the very first version of the class, we gave people the opportunity to be exposed to different technologies mm -hmm. and to work on, you know, sort of like group projects and exercises, but we mm -hmm. want to sort of take that further and guide and mentor people to have something that's a little bit more substantial. Got um, it. And that way, like the learning can then also be more customized to your individual needs and desires. Got it. Got it. So yeah. one thing I will do uh, is I'm going to just um, read the title of the conversation that we're going to have, right? That we are, uh, and it's uh, how to land your first job in data science and machine learning. If you had one sentence to kind of answer that question, right? And specifically try to focus on people that may not have um, a master's or may not have um, those uh, credentials that are like academia bit focused, right? So mm -hmm. how to land your first job in data science and machine learning, if you could answer that in one sort of like succinct sentence, what would you say to that? My advice to anybody who wants to learn and land their first job in data science or machine learning is to make sure that you have solid fundamentals um, behind the concepts of supervised learning, computer vision, natural mm -hmm. language processing, and unsupervised learning. Cool. That definitely doesn't cover all of machine learning, but those cover what industry considers to be hot, at least as of 2020, and will give you the foundation that you need to go to the next level. Dope. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I think that was a good uh, sort of summary of what we're going to talk about in the actual talk. So. Okay, uh, great.